Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and today we are on location in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I have with me Father Joseph Delka, the vocation director for Salt Lake City, and also my arch nemesis. So this is all one big plot to bring him down. Thank you, Father Joe, for joining us. Thank you, Father Conrad, and, and welcome to Salt Lake City. Welcome to the Holy Land of Zion itself. That's right. Glad to have you here. <laughs> um, Father Joe, you are the vocation director for the Diocese of Salt Lake City, and yep. I think a lot of people have probably heard that term before, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what a vocation director does, but also especially how how do people know uh, if they're called to a particular vocation? What's the what's you? This is your professional job. How do you how do you direct people to know this is what my vocation is? Yeah, so I've been vocation director for about a year now, just a little over a year, and. Uh, my primary job is to really help uh, promote vocation, so we can kind of get into what that means, um, but especially helping young men and women discern uh, priesthood and religious life, to listen to the Holy Spirit, uh, to ask the question, what is God calling me to do? What is, who is God calling me to be uh, to really live my vocation to holiness? And so my job is to help give them the resources and the direction and whatever help they need in order to do that. But that's such a, like, I don't know, for me, that's such a nebulous kind of, um, you know, God doesn't speak to us like he does in the Old Testament with mm-hmm. giant slabs <laughs> of, you know, laws passed down and angels coming. Like, we, we heard from um, uh, Gideon recently in the readings, and it's like, okay, you know, if you come back, I'll do this sacrifice, and then I'll know for sure. You know, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sometimes you kind of want that as someone discerning vocation. You mm-hmm. know, like, I kind of wish God came down and said, okay, this is it, do it. You know how how is it that how do you how do you counsel people to know this is what God's will is uh, for me? Yeah, that is where it gets interesting because uh, while there are commonalities, um, I don't think God works with cookie cutters. Um, every every man and every woman, uh, whether they're married, whether they're a priest, whether they're uh, religious, they're all going to have you know a slightly different story about how they heard the call. You know, God we're, we're enters into all the nooks and crannies of our lives and all the particular situations of our lives. And uh, in order to call us, in order to to reach out to us, and so I, again, there are a few like commonalities of uh, that we can look at. Um, a lot of it boils down to uh, living our faith. Uh, you know, all of us are called to be holy. All of us are called to uh, uh, to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. I think that's the primary thing. That's the foundation from mm-hmm. which all this comes. Okay, so that that vocation belongs to everyone. Like you are baptized, you are called to be holy. Period. Um, so it starts by, by living that it's, uh, it's living our faith, coming to know our faith, uh, uh daily prayer. This is, uh, receiving the sacraments. Uh, so all these things, uh, good works, you know, spiritual and corporal works of mercy. So all these things coming together and in, in which we are living our faith, truly living it out and coming close to our Lord. And then it is out of that, that we begin to see our our particular vocation, so the particular way in which God has called us to live out our vocation. So this is when we start talking about things like marriage, priesthood, and religious life, this stable state of life within the church um, through which I live my vocation to holiness, through which I build up the church. Mm -hmm. So what is, 
Okay, that still doesn't answer my concrete question. Oh, no. sorry. I kind of lost, <laughs> lost sight of the question. No, what, okay. what are we talking about? No, no, right. yeah. uh, <laughs> so the, the question is this, though. So, okay, so like I'm praying, uh-huh. you know, I'm thinking about the priesthood. How do I know for sure ah, yes, this is okay. what I'm supposed yes. to do? How do you know? All right, very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Okay. So, again, this can come in different ways. Um, often it's it starts with a sort of tug of the heart. Um, I even think of my own uh, vocation story as... Um, well, actually, that, that kind of started on a different one. So, so it could be a tug of the heart. You feel drawn in this particular uh, direction. You see something beautiful in being a priest, in being a religious mm-hmm. sister, or in being married. And so you kind of you know, are pulled in that direction. Um, or sometimes it's something someone says to you. Um, this, is, this is the part where it kind of ties into my own vocation story where uh, my story started when a priest pulled me aside after mass one evening and he was very blunt. <laughs> he said, Joe, I think you have a call to the priesthood. <laughs> now, I didn't believe him at that moment. I just kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah, sure, Father, whatever. Um, but for me, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think my story is unique in that regard. Sometimes other people see something in us that we don't see. Mm-hmm. And that's very much the Holy Spirit working through the church. Yeah. Okay, which is an important aspect of this because while a vocation is very personal, it is not private. It is it is for the sake of the church, and so it comes through the church. So sometimes it's what other people say um, when when people are coming to say a young man and saying, "Have you ever thought of being a priest?" And this this is something that maybe happens often um, uh, from people you trust. Then maybe that's uh, that could very well be a sign that maybe God is speaking through this person and saying like. Hey, you know, I'm trying to get your attention mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So that's another way. So that tug of the heart, um, the church, you know, pe- God working through the church to, to speak to you. Um, it could also, uh, uh, sometimes it is just a very powerful experience of prayer. Um, sometimes it also, it, it's just little increments over yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, it's not always just kind of this huge in your face, something exploded in the sky and you knew that you were going to be praised. <laughs> if only. Yeah, if only. <laughs> Although some people do have an experience yeah, no, I, like I, that. I, they, I know a couple of people Yeah, that. they yeah. do have a very this concrete experience like, yes, this is what God is calling me to do. Um, but for some people, too, it, it is something that builds over time and they have to perhaps wrestle with it um, uh, in order to discern, you know, what, what is the voice of God as to what is the voice of maybe just... Um, my own wants and desires that may or may not have anything to do with my devocation. So if you have this desire building in your heart mm-hmm. and or someone has told you repeatedly that you should go to the seminary or, or some other combination of those things, do you have to be at 100% certain before you say, okay, I'm going to enter the seminary or I'm going to enter a convent? No, you do not. And I think that is a very important point. Um, uh, that a lot of people just simply just don't know. Uh, just because a man enters a seminary or just because a woman enters uh, religious life doesn't mean 100% that they're going to become a priest or a fully professed sister. Uh, you know, there is a period of years of formation. Um, seminary formation, we look anywhere from six to nine years, uh, probably similar um, route for a lot of religious orders. Mm-hmm. And that is a time of discernment. Um, that's when you're really getting into the life, you're testing it out, you're going to prayer, you have spiritual directors to help you out, to help you listen to the voice of God, listen for the Spirit, and, uh, and to really test that call. Um, there are men who go into the seminary, women who go into uh, a religious order, and after a few years they realize, no, this is not what God is calling me to mm-hmm. do. And okay, fine, you know, go in peace. Yeah, yeah, that's, they, great. You know, that, that's, that's great. You know, at the end of the day, we want you to do God's will. 
Um, and if that's not priesthood religious life, then again, go in peace and you go do God's will and do the work of the church that way. Yeah. I, I always, I always found that I, a lot of people were hesitant, you know, oh, I'm not really sure. I feel like I should go to seminary, but mm-hmm. I'm, you know, but how can I be a hundred percent certain? And the answer that I always got to those uh, people like that, or even when I was experiencing something like that, was there's a certain point where you can't discern anymore outside of the seminary or mm-hmm. outside the convent. Exactly. And usually that's around 50 or 60% certainty. Like uh-huh. you're kind of sure, kind of think this might be where God's calling you. And you just have to, you have to take a little leap of faith and, and go with him. And it's not like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, you, you leave the seminary after a year and you're a better person because you've yeah. learned how to mm-hmm. pray, you've learned how to how to be formed, um, human, intellectually, spiritually. Um, so yeah, that that confidence that, okay, I don't have to know 100%, but I can take a little leap with God and and, and enter right now and, and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. And kind of um, coming up on the heels of that is uh, when someone like first kind of feels this tug and they're kind of, they're not really sure what it's about. Is this of God? Is this, a, is this not? You know, what? where is this going? What is this about? Um, is to ask. Um, and that's, for me, as vocation director, that's, that's part of my role is uh, uh, to be out there, to be available for, um, uh, especially for young men looking to priesthood, uh, to be able to answer their questions, um, give them materials. Because um, uh, a lot of people, they just, they didn't even know where to turn. I mean, especially if you're, a, say, you're in high school and you go to a, a secular uh, school, I mean, are you going to talk to the counselor? And like most of the time, they're not even going to know what to do. Even, yeah, you yeah. Know? And so it's like, where do you go with this? Um, uh, so to have a place or have a person where they can go and ask these questions seriously and, and receive uh, serious guidance and answers is, is very helpful as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Father Delka, for joining us today. And yeah, if um, people in Salt Lake hear this, and which I mean... No one besides my parents really listened to this uh, <laughs> podcast in Salt Lake City. But, uh, and, we can change that. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, you want to learn more about a vocation, they can contact you. So uh, you're the vocation director. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to listen to other great podcasts with great Catholic speakers, you can find the rest of our podcasts at catholicbytespodcast.com, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, and God bless you.